yourself, you wonderful, unique beings. It is Tuesday, December 12th, and we're here to talk sports, and we will do so every Tuesday. We also want to show love to all those that are watching on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, like, uh, let's let's get these numbers up for sure, because I definitely want to do more and more and more lives uh, so you can see uh, our pretty faces, and by our pretty faces, I mean Sam. Uh, we Thank have you. a lot to get to. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we'll, we'll run down the games. I literally only watched one game this week, uh, and it was not great for my team, but we'll get to that. Uh, we'll definitely talk about this team right here. I am pointing for those on YouTube that can see it, but Yankees, uh, which they made some big moves. And I mean, the biggest signing that was the biggest drama, domino waiting to drop was Shohei and where he signed. I'm pretty sure you heard the news by now, but we'll absolutely get into that. Uh, the in-season tournament has now concluded. We have a champion. We have an MVP. Uh, neither of those should kind of be a shock. And then we also have the Heisman, which, Sam, I got to be honest, I didn't even realize that the Heisman was this past weekend, and then I was just like scrolling past the channel, and it said the Heisman ceremony, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, second Saturday of the uh, of the month of December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened. Shows you how much <laughs> I care. Uh, now to introduce the most dominating tag team of the, from the East, uh, the brains of the group, the number cruncher. He's the advisor. Sam, how you doing? What's up, my friend? I didn't watch the Heisman either. So okay, that's that's fair. Um, Do you care? I'm just the other half. Uh, no, I don't yeah. care. Uh, I'm no, just the other half. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm Brandon. Uh, this is episode 118 of the Chasing Points podcast. Uh, let's. Uh, where do you want to dive right, in? You, you seem a little blue today. I'm, I'm not, not rubbing blue. it in. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Because I like your team too. I'm just saying. You. You. You seem a little. Uh, we split with the Cowboys right? two years in a row. Yeah. We split with them last year and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, it it is what it is. Obviously, I I would like, I would have liked the outcome to be better, but you can't win them all, and this is something that honestly needs to happen. So we'll just talk about this since we're here. Um, the Eagles, two weeks in a row, get blown out by two NFC rivals. Last week, the Niners. This week, the Cowboys. Uh, this time the game was on Sunday Night Football at the good old AT&T Stadium, the big old stadium in Arlington. And uh, Dak is showing why he is potentially the MVP and right now probably the front runner of being the MVP, which is so wild to even say something like that after watching him play for eight years. But you got to give respect where respect's due. Dak has absolutely been balling, uh, getting the ball out so quickly, and it's something that he's openly spoken about, how it's something that's changed his career, and he's upset that he just learned about it and learned yeah. this process uh, this year. Uh, but being able to get that, and I mean, and this with anything, the naturation of, of whatever your craft is, you're going to learn things <laughs> after a while and might look back like, damn, I could have been doing it this way, but it all falls in place. But the way he's getting the ball out, the way that defense is swarming. Uh, if you watch the game, which I know you did, Sam, uh, 
the battle between Stefan Gilmore and AJ Brown was not something that I was anticipating going into the game. But uh, AJ Brown, after calling Stefan Gilmore per him old after the first play, uh, set him ablaze and he made sure that AJ Brown remembered that he is a future Hall of Famer. Uh, and this is two weeks in a row that he shut down two phenomenal wide receivers. Last week it was DK Metcalf. This week is AJ Brown. Uh, but that the Cowboys, that's the Cowboys side. And I also want to give props since we've lit him on fire several times on this podcast, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, uh, I was going to go there. Yep. The play, the play calling that he's had, uh, the trust that he has in Dak. Uh, the offseason was all talking about, we're going to run the ball more. We're going to run the ball more. And they have run the ball, but it's it's passing more. And it, it's because Dak is getting the ball out so quick. He's trusting him. It, Jack's t- trusting Ferguson, who's an emerging star on, on that team as well, too. And CD has finally stepped into that the role the true role of an 88 for the Cowboys uh now on the flip side I have no idea what the hell the Eagles are doing I just don't uh the plays look super super slow developing offensively there's no separations from the wide receivers uh which is actually something that has now been circling around since the defeat uh on Sunday night but that Eagles players are frustrated by looking at the the opposite side meaning the Cowboys and how quickly they're getting the ball out. Well, that also counts on you players, you guys got to get open. It also would help if they can hold on to the ball. Jalen fumbled the ball. It's his career high. I think it's 5 now. Uh this season and it's his career high. Uh AJ Brown two weeks, well, actually twice this season has caught the ball ran and got it punched out. Uh Devontae Smith had the ball punched out uh, a ton of drops by Devonte Smith. Uh, so the, the three, the three offensive names that you think of immediately when you think of the Eagles had major spots in this game that were costly, that dropping the ball, putting the ball on the ground in Dallas territory, when you had an opportunity to potentially score. Uh, now let's talk about Swiss cheese. That's the Eagles defense. Because uh, there is nothing, what seems to be like nothing but holes on the Eagles defense. It doesn't help that Reed Blakenship went out uh, with a concussion. Uh, that obviously did not help. Morrow is still absolutely getting destroyed. <laughs> Leonard is, this is his first game with the Eagles. Uh, the defensive line, as Sam, we talked about this defensive line and how the defensive lines and offensive lines are pretty much the strength of the Eagles. And it looks like neither of them sh- have been showing up at least in the past two weeks. Um, And I think it's also fair to say, Sam, and this will be my last point, is the starting off slow portion has caught up to them in the last two weeks. Now, obviously, with the Bills, they they walked it off. Uh, The Chiefs, they started off slow. I think it's about six games that they've started off extremely slow. It's this time of the year, it's, you can't be starting up slow. Their schedule gets significantly easier as the Cowboys schedule gets harder. I think the Niner schedule is somewhat easy as well, too. I have to check it out. But you're heading towards the playoffs. And at this point in time, you just lost the number one seed. And now you're fighting. You can win out and take your whole division. All they got to do is win out, and they'll have the NFC East. But 
you definitely don't have the number one seed unless somehow, some way, the Niners lose. So that was a lot that I said. I'm sure it was a lot for you to digest. But the floor is yours, good sir. Yeah, it's. Um, I didn't quite expect that outcome of the game, but we've we've talked about this Eagles team, and I guess I'll start there because that's where you finished. But how they've they've won the games they've needed to win, and ways un you know for the most part, and unconventionally winning, and and not all admitting. Every time I hear a soundbite, whether it's your head coach or Kelsey or whoever Jalen, whoever it is, like they know they're not playing their best football and they're winning. That's great. And can can I chime in on that? Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 you obviously know I have a whole lot to say about this, but yeah, man, that's a that's a another point that I want to emphasize is a lot of talk has been about uh, Sean Desai and Brian Johnson, two new coordinators. They replaced their offensive and defensive coordinator, and at times throughout the season, it looked like it wasn't an issue, right? But I don't just blame them. I blame Coach Sirianni, too, because he's supposed to be a offensive genius like Brandon Staley. Or, oh, no, he's a defensive genius. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Or he's wrong. not a genius yeah. at all. Um, anyway, uh, but he's supposed to be an offensive genius. He's supposed to be a guy that is supposed to motivate his team. And I don't see the motivation. But also, it's at what point... I know it's always gets pushed back on the coaches, but at what point does it get pushed on the players, too? But continue. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, you it was your you know, division to lose, uh, number one seed to lose. And it's not lost, but it's not, you're not holding it all in your hand right now. Um, I would not, you know, kudos to Dallas. We, I've been on this, you referenced it. I've, when uh, Kellen Moore left or, you know, whatever happened there and Mike McCarthy was taking over the play calling reins, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, are, are we serious? We're going from one of the faster, pace offensive coordinators brighter newer minds in this league in this game and now we're going to mike mccarthy where the end of his green bay tenure left a little little a lot to be desired and now he's he's calling plays and he's going to rejuvenate dak and and all of this and you know and he has you know he had an appendectomy earlier this week too like it's wild that he's standing on the uh the sidelines there but Dude, Dak in his last seven games, six and one, 22 TDs, only two picks. This guy led the league in picks last year. So, yeah, some of them are bound, you know, take the wrong bounce off a hand or a helmet or whatever. It, you know, a pick is a pick. He led the league in picks. He, uh, you know, for all the trash talk that an us included Dak has received over the years, it's just, it's cool to see like, him kind of feel like he's unlocked something and he's feeling good. He's playing well. And I wouldn't want to go into Dallas in the playoffs They're uh, They've won their last 15 straight at home. Like that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, that now, you know, they're, they're right there. They could, uh, they have a tougher task than the, uh, than the Eagles. Again, you play who's on your schedule. Um, you know, the Eagles have to play the giants twice. Uh, I don't, the Cardinals are in there. So as you referenced it, definitely an easier um, end of the season, even though you just went through a gauntlet <laughs> yeah. um, there, which, you know, literally playing the best teams in football mm-hmm. and, you know, all things. And they went two and two. They went you two, went and two, two. And two. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not like one of those you sign up for it. You you want to win them all or or win three or four, but you know, you you're still you're still right there despite not playing your best. And the res- and the coordinator thing, you know, we've seen it with every hot uh, offensive or defensive team, right? They get their guys get picked off. Sean McVay's guy's been getting picked off for years and and the and Kyle Shanahan and and that's really the you know the new all the new coaches in the league seem to come from those guys and now and now you get two new coaches from the Eagles and it's it's bound to happen it's hard to continue to capture that you know what made last year's team special uh but it's this year and you it, it's a league where you have to constantly you know, tune and, and redevelop yourself. And, you know, maybe it is, you know, you're, you're down, uh, you know, down on, on the mat here. Maybe this is the, the point where like the urgency kicks in. Um, you're, you're <laughs> well, you beat up on yeah. You'd... Well, yeah, I mean, you never know. We've sat here. I've, I've made this reference a couple of times, a couple of years ago, like, all right, when are the Lakers going to figure it out? When is the when is this team going to figure it out? When are they going to do it? And then all of a sudden, they it's playoff time and they don't. Yeah, and they just yeah. are who the record what said they were, who their how their outcomes said they were, and that's just kind of it. It just can't put it all together. Um, well, you I, know, mean, you, I, I mean, to be fair to that point, though, I mean, as as we just mentioned, they went through. They just went through a gauntlet and played four of the best teams in the NFL, beat two of them, lost to two of the other ones. Right. So for the for the Niners, as I said, you you said it's all they have a chance of coming back and getting the one seed. I'm going to tell you right now, Sam, like I said before, they lost the one seed. They're not getting the one seed back. The Niners have the Cardinals. They have the Ravens. That's their toughest game that they have left left. That's on Christmas. They have the Ravens and then they have. Uh, the Commanders, and they have the Rams. So I see three win- wins right there. The Ravens game is going to be phenomenal. So I- I'll yep. definitely be tum- tuning in for that one. And then the Cowboys get the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Commanders. So yeah, it's tough sledding, there's yeah. a three to- toss-up games. It could go either way in that one because there's three good teams and then definitely going to beat the Commanders. So yeah, I, I it's... They have a chance, and and Sam, I mean, as a fan, I I pray they wake up and smell the coffee. Uh, AJ Brown, prior to this game, I don't know if you saw the clip or not, but he said that you know, you know, basically we need to be more intense, and and you'll you'll see. He was saying to reporters, you'll see. Well, AJ, guess what? I'm still waiting to see because <laughs> I didn't yeah. see not a damn thing. You literally did not score an offensive touchdown unless they scored it eventually that I didn't watch, but I. D- d- Brandon Aubrey I, scored more points than your offense. Brandon I mean, Aubrey is also very phenomenal. Good kicker. phenomenal. A, a kicker that right. didn't play college football at all. Yeah. He came from the MLS. It's wild, right? It's just yeah. like, how, I mean, how does it that makes happen? Sense, though. It does, yeah. No, we're I mean, out. Listen, he's kicking a soccer ball, which is inflated the same way a football is, and soccer players' leg strength is ridiculous. So. It makes sense, and I wouldn't be surprised if now this is going to be the trend that people are going to look for guys that are in the MLS and be like, hey, listen, we know you don't make this much money here, but you can make it here in the NFL if you want to come and kick and watch it just happen. So who knows? Yeah, They've it, been going to Australia for so long. Maybe, Sam, the, the pot was right here right, uh, at, right at MLS. Backyard, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a cool story. Uh, 
to to see that happen and yeah make some make some more money in the NFL than the MLS I'd I'd imagine um so yeah a cool story both of our you know uh first dubs we were handing out were to the Cowboys we kind of covered that so uh who you got for your second dub this week after so far through week 14 again as <clears throat> I said at the top of the show I did not watch football this week uh i was out and about with the lady uh we are trying to avoid all of you holiday shoppers out there because y'all are definitely out there but um the broncos after losing last week russ getting called out by sean payton uh in the actual meeting which i i love i love a coach that holds their players accountable Right. Because it's always how I was taught is, yes, you went out there and you did it. And if you did wrong, then you need to hear it. Right. If there's corrective things and if I'm telling you over and over and over again, I felt the same way with my parents. If if I'm telling you over and over and over again, you essentially are warranted that conversation or to be called out for it. Right. Because, you know what you can do to fix it and what we need you not to do. And you're doing the opposite. So we know last week he threw that. While they were driving down the field, he threw a, a game-ending uh, interception. And then this week, the Broncos win again. And they beat <laughs> the Chargers, um, which I might as well just say this right now. Just do it now. Just get it. Uh, just do it. The L this week again. That has been the L in the past and will continue to be until Anything he gets else. fired. It is Brandon Staley. I've watched friends tweet on Twitter, how is Staley still a coach? And I had a buddy that I play in a fantasy football league with and is a Chargers fan, and he said, I'm telling you as a fan, they don't fire the coaches until the season's over. He's like, it just it's just how they are, and they're not going to fire him until the season's over. And at what point, because it's now, I mean, when we're recording, it's Monday. They still didn't fire him, correct, Sam? He's still no. there. Yeah, I, as far as I know. So you are wasting a potential Hall of Famer and Herbert. You're wasting money because they paid a lot for this defense, which you were supposed to be a guru of, and you guys can't win. You put up seven points. Seven. Nothing else. You didn't even make it competitive. Brandon Staley, I've said it before in here, Sam. I hate calling people out. I hate, I don't, I'm not a fan of, of calling for people's jobs. But there's a lot of other qualified coaches out there that can do a better job than him at this point as a head coach. And I know it's not an easy thing. I've never done it. But, bro, move over. It's time, time to uh, pass it on to somebody else. Pass the torch, bud. Uh, Justin Herbert also broke his finger. Oh, great. I didn't play a lot of the game, but still. Um, yeah. I, I just listen to last week's podcast for the week before, the week before, and it's all the same. It's, well, it, you know. Well, last week he got a pass, but I think the week before he did not. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. I mean, this, this Charger team has fired much better coaches. Um, like Marty Schottenheimer after winning a million games. Yeah. Um, so like it, you know, it, it happens. Uh, I thought Kellen Moore would help this team and yeah, it, 
they're scoring points when the team's healthy, but that defense is atrocious. And we we've listed off the ranks. I'm sure they're the same. They're at the bottom of the league in every kind of defensive metric that matters. So uh, I think you know motion to strip the genius title from Brandon Staley, but and I don't, a lot of other coaches. Yeah. So we've covered that though. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a, a dub and an L for you. I'll get into my uh my last dub here is is the Ravens. Won an overtime game with a punt return from uh Tylen Wallace, mm-hmm. a rookie who made the the fifty three man. Um exciting play, overtime punt return to win. Like that's it's really cool. But now the the Ravens are in the driver's seat right now. Um to lead the AFC, uh, some big matchups. As I mean, you mentioned Christmas Day. I didn't know I'd be excited to tune in for football when there's always so many great uh, basketball matchups, uh, you know, readily available on Christmas. But you know, it, they're they're looking they're looking really good. Lamar's got command of of this offense. Whoever is in in that backfield seems to be getting efficient touches, and OBJ has resurrected. Um, to look, he's got strides of his old old self. Made some, made some uh, impressive plays over the last he few did. weeks, and where they needed to, they've lost Mark Andrews. Rumors that he might be healthy for the playoffs, but he's not going to help them anytime soon. And you know, uh, this the the same Ravens team. You know, you change the coordinator and the offensive scheme. Lamar's bought in. That defense is still, you know, a nightmare. And a, a positive nightmare, like a you don't want to face them. They're very just true to this Ravens culture, this Ravens team that you and I have been so familiar with over what the thirty years plus we've been sports fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Just opportunistic, hard, you know, uh, you know, play th- through the lines and and have great, great safeties and and corners. Kyle Hamilton, a, a prime example of that. So. Yeah, they're they're in the driver's seat in the AFC, and uh, you know it's certainly not over. Uh, but this this team's looking like uh, looking pretty good. What about the uh, lines? They didn't look pretty good, and that's your last uh, L. Yeah, just they've they've lost two of their last three. Um, just a brutal loss to the Bears. Justin Fields played really well. I'm not going to take that um, past him. I I saw some stat that was like. The you know games where over two hundred passing and fifty yards on the ground, like he's got a, a good number of those. He's playing, you know, when he when Justin Fields is playing, he's playing really well. Um, certainly will be a, a tougher. He's making it tougher on this front office in Chicago because they will likely have the first pick because they have Carolina's pick and Carolina doesn't look. Like I mean, they're getting this, another one at this point. So. The front office would just move on from him because they, it's I the think damage so. has been done there. And I don't mean that uh, as a shot at him. I'm just saying, give him a chance to go somewhere else and start fresh. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, you really need to be bought in on Justin Fields to move that pick. Um, and you could get a haul for that pick. Don't get me wrong, whether it's uh, Caleb or, or Drake may, whoever it is. Um, I mean, you can move, get a ton of capital, move back and grab a, a tackle or a guy like Marvin Harrison. That would be fantastic. But you really need to be sold on fields. I just don't think they are. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the, 
that said, the Lions just they're not playing their best football. They've lost some get some head scratching games mm-hmm. and it's just been a weird thing to watch. It's kind of like a sophomore slump, if you will, or a kind of I'll, I'll it's not Dan Campbell's second year, but you know, they they ended the year really strong last year. They spoiled Green Bay's playoff chances. They were a, a favorite coming into the year and it kind of even though they're nine and three, uh still top of the their division, they're not playing well um and you know the packers are they still have to play tonight monday night when we're recording this but um you know that you can't lose games like this in mm-hmm. december and uh you know hopefully they'll for their own sake will write the ship because they're certainly a talented team um so they they have my uh one of my l's here for sure and your last l is the chiefs uh there's a <laughs> ton of controversy with them after their game on Sunday, which I'm 100% going to chime in here uh, after you you lay the floor. So why do you have them uh, with yeah, Israel? Aside from you, you can't lose this game. Bills, who you've had some shootouts with in your house, well, one of the did, hardest... It again. Yeah, one <laughs> of the hardest places to play. And your receivers let you down again, mm-hmm. this time Kadarius Tony. But what really gets the L here is I never thought I would even say this. It's 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 Patty Mahomes, man. It's Patrick Mahomes. Like I saw the end of the game. I was at a friend's house mm-hmm. um and saw the end of well, I saw a lot of this game. See Definitely saw the end. Sam doesn't hang out with me on football Sunday, see what I mean? Continue. Well it was uh one of my best friends' birthday and my my daughter's birthday, so you know. Sam still doesn't hang out. Didn't with invite me. you. Didn't invite you. Um, listen, so I saw a lot of this game, and I thought when they were, you know, Patrick Mahomes is making a fool of himself, at, you know, after the game and in the press conference, I thought there was more referee mistakes that I missed. And no, he's just talking about like a blatant offsides. Like there is. There's like going, I was trying to think of like how to sum this up. It's kind of like if you're driving over the speed limit and you're a couple, you're like a couple miles over the speed limit, you're in, in, in traffic, you're not going to get pulled over. But when you're blatantly going 15, 20 miles over the speed limit and there's not much else on the road, you're going to get clipped and you're going to get caught. And it's kind of like, I could understand, and I think their gripe was like he was Kadarius Tony was a little bit offsides, but like he was basically over the line of scrimmage. His foot was definitely over the line of scrimmage. There that he was in the neutral zone. Like this was as blatant as they could get. I know they probably would have appreciated the Chiefs, like the the refs helping them out a little bit, but like. And I know Patrick was frustrated and it was a big game to lose and it was a hell of a play. And if it was, if there were no flags on that play, it would have been one of the ones we remember from the season. But, you know, it's, it's not like offsides is a new thing. And it's not like it was kind of like barely over into the neutral zone. Like he was basically standing in it. So I, I, 
I just think it's foolish and well, silly. I get the frustration, but regardless if he was offsides or not, <laughs> if you've ever played football in flag football, organized football, high school, college, pre P, you're supposed to, as a wide receiver, check with the receiver and uh, to the refs to make sure that you are lined up. That is your job. Yeah. Especially in a moment like that, like they're they're they do tend to help you and and say, hey, you know, move back a little bit. They'll they'll tell you that. But in the heat of the moment, that's one of the biggest points of the game, if not the biggest point of that game. That's not their job. That was Tony's job. Kadarius Tony's job to check, which after Andy Reid, you know, he, he mentioned something. And then today uh, he did confirm that Kadarius Tony did not check with the ref. That's on him. At the end of the day, that is on him. It's not the ref's job to do that. It's your job to line up online, just like it's everybody else's job that on that line, defense and offense, to line up on side. Now, I'm glad you said. Uh, I know you you said that you you're surprised that you gave it to uh, Pat Mahomes, but I'm very very thankful that everybody got to see. Patrick Mahomes this way. Now I enjoy Patrick Mahomes and there's not much about him that I do not like, but this is the biggest thing about Patrick Mahomes that I absolutely cannot stand is him complaining. And he does it throughout every single game. He complains about every call that he doesn't get. If you just watch him, cause I've watched most of his games since he's risen to this status. Uh, and, and I watch how he complains and he's always trying to lobby with the reps. Now I know that's most, quarterbacks but he is very 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 blatant with it and i watched it very very clearly in the super bowl for sure um and it's funny that he complains about these things uh but when it's on the flip side and it happens he's super highly upset which i get it's you want things to go your way but it's not going to it's not going to go your way the whole time and there's many a plays earlier in the game that could have been made for you guys to be in a better position but it is what it is like it's this is one that there there's a lot of calls that I've seen throughout the season from refs and that I absolutely cannot stand. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have a lot to say because it's been a major topic this season is the plays uh, or the, the play calling of the refs. But this is not one that's on them. And this is on Kadarius, Tony and the Chiefs. But to your point. That play would have been phenomenal if that game ended that way. Boy, oh boy. I think what I'm paraphrasing here, but Patrick Mahomes said repeatedly to take away that greatness. I hope they show that play when Kelsey gets into the Hall of Fame. Like, what? To take away, like, yeah, okay. What, what was that? And I, I don't do this too often, but I'm going to be a whiny Eagles fan in this situation. If Patrick Mahomes <laughs> wants to complain about a play that didn't happen and what could have been is if that hold that he lobbied for uh, in the Super Bowl didn't happen, we could have had an opportunity. And I feel we had the opportunity or were robbed of one of seeing Jalen Hurst go drive down the field. Now, does that mean that they score? No, right? Doesn't matter. Obviously, we saw in this play that we they did score. But it happens. Plays get called back all the time. Things happen behind the play. It's a part of football. The zebras are out there for a reason. They're going to call things. Everything's not going to go your way. And luckily for you, sir, it's not the last game of the season. You have a few more to go. Even though you haven't had the greatest season, you have a chance. But also what I loved, Sam, was uh, the Chris Jones and his his coach arguing, D-line coach. I was like, oh, they're imploding over there. And I kind of like it. I kind of like it. 
that flag was thrown immediately too. It wasn't yep. like like the flag was thrown while the ball. I don't even think the ball was in the air yet. So, you know, free play is what you're thinking because you don't you don't if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're standing there not thinking that Kadarius Tony's standing in the neutral zone. You know, so but is what it is. Yeah, you're whatever eight and nine and four now, whatever the record is. Uh, you've lost other games too. It's not just comes down to this one. Now the Bills, you know, fighting chance still um, for the playoffs here. Uh, they've they've played pretty well and played your Eagles really well despite not getting that W, but have have um, kind of turned it around. Um, so we'll see there. So that that wraps up our uh, our Dubs and our L's. Hayes shake up in the power rankings this week. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs have dropped drastically. Um, They are number five now. Uh, And by drastically, (laughs) I mean that they dropped one spot. (laughs) Um, As we just talked about, it's just kind of their – they've been super up and down all year. Uh, Even though they have just won the Super Bowl, it feels like they are absolutely feeling uh, the fatigue of this Super Bowl win uh, with not replacing or, or adding wide receivers to the team during the offseason or even before the trade deadline. Uh, I, I think it's proving to be costly at this point in time. So we'll see what happens with that. The Ravens are at four. Uh, they keep on winning. Uh, this is this is a different. They have all the opportunity in the world. This is a year for the Ravens to take the AFC. You don't know what the Bills are going to give, right? They're they're up and down all around. We have no idea what's going on with them. And then you also have the Bengals down. You don't have Joe Burrow. The Chiefs are up and down. You don't know what's going on there. Your rivals in division Steelers, it is what it is. The Browns don't have they I mean they have Joe Flacco who's doing pretty well. Uh but this is this is the Ravens year to really take it at this point so and they at this point are are showing up so we'll see if that continues at three my birds uh because of the last two weeks they have not shown up and they've shown that they have blaring holes i also find it very funny that people are saying that they're frauds as if (laughs) as if they haven't beat really good teams this year uh regardless of what the the score was a win is a win but there is clearly uh, things that need to be worked on. And it needs to be worked on very quickly because the two teams that you just lost to uh, are looking like they're the cream of the crop in your division now. But they're still, as Sam mentioned, there's still a chance to write your own destiny. All they have to do is win out. But they're playing a team this week that we'll talk about that they haven't beat in 15 years. So we'll see how that goes. Two Cowboys, we mentioned it earlier. Cowboys have absolutely been on a, a roll. They look pretty damn unstoppable. And uh, I, I don't I don't think I really need to say more about that. They just look really, really good. And it's arguably the best team that I've ever seen the Cowboys have. Without having to hear the fans talk about it, which you know you have. Everybody has a Cowboy fan around them that can't keep their mouth shut. But... 
they have the right right now to to run their mouth because their team is doing extremely well. But we will see what happens because they have to face and overcome the hurdle of the team that keeps beating them and has been beating them, who is number one. It's the Niners. And as I mentioned, their their schedule, they have re- one really tough game against the, the Ravens. And outside of that, they look like it's smooth sailing for them to lock up that one seed, get that bye, uh, and coast into where they need to get to. But we're getting closer to playoff time, which is really, really weird to say. Um, it feels like the season just started like a month ago, but we're we're here, and this is my power rankings of this week. What are your thoughts, Sam? I I like it. I think it really comes down to these top four teams right now that in your your rankings here. Um, I think you nailed it. I don't not sold on the Chiefs at five, but I don't know who I'd put there because there's teams that I mean that have not kind of lived up to you know what their perception is, right? The Lions, the Jaguars, some of these you know teams that we like that are talented just haven't put it together. So you know the Chiefs are kind of just there by default, and I think that's kind of been there been how everyone's viewed them this year uh i said it when we started talking about the chiefs i don't know how many times uh these receivers are going to cost them games whether it's tony or um uh mvs so they've spent some draft capital trying to fix it mccall Harmon a couple years ago second round pick sky Moore, second round pick hasn't worked out um so yeah it's 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 been a mess there but yeah you nailed it uh, any rundown what our uh, records are right now? Uh, real quick, uh, speaking of Cowboy fans, I was talking to my sister last night, and she said, mm-hmm. tell Hayes I said hi. <laughs> I, I love I love how the Cowboys fans did not talk to me after they lost in the beginning of the year. It's, it's, it's hilarious. this text at like 1130 <laughs> last night. It's hilarious that no Cowboys fan said anything to me when they lost to the Eagles earlier this year. And then after this game, they came out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah, you guys are fraud. You suck, blah, blah, hi. Who has? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. You won. You won. See, the thing is, I love, shout out to her. I love her. But trust me when I say, I am super petty. Call me Petty Hardaway because (laughs) don't let them lose to the Eagles again somehow, some way in the playoffs. And don't let the Cowboys get bounced in the first round because I swear I will be the most annoying person in the world to all of you Cowboys fans because I've kept receipts. Mark my word. So anyway, what are our uh, what are our records? Yeah, they have to make an NFC title game before they can really go nuts here. But hey, uh, we all went six and seven last week. Okay, we all lost in one different game. Uh, like the games we lost were all kind of different mm-hmm. um that's harrison you and myself uh instagram beat us they went seven and five Finally. Again, not counting tonight's game this is the first time that instagram beat us so their the listeners are doing something right here they they've been listening so our standings throughout the uh the year stay the same i have a two game lead if you will on you right now but um we have the same picks for monday night football tonight Kind of a moot point when you're listening on the pod tomorrow, but uh, we have the Packers and the Dolphins here. So um, let's just uh, get into it. Our week 15 picks here. Let's go. And I'm going to make sure that by the end of this week, 
I will be above Sam again. So Thursday night football, Chargers at Raiders. This is a god-awful game that I will not be watching on another Thursday night football game. Uh, it's the Chargers at Raiders. Sam has the Chargers. Excuse me, the Raiders. I have the Chargers. <laughs> really quick, why do you have the Raiders? I don't think Herbert's playing because he broke his finger. And that's okay. the only reason. The only reason. Uh, I have the Chargers because for some odd reason, I feel like they would win this weird game. So uh, Vikings at Bengals. You have the Bengals. I have the Vikings. The reason why I have the Vikings is I have no idea. Uh, Why do you have the Bengals? Josh Dobbs got benched and Jake Browning has actually played really well. And I said that after that first game where he came in for Joe Burrow, he did not. I think I called him not a pro quarterback. He's played really well since then, so maybe he listens. Um, I don't know, but yeah, so I'm just I'm going with the Bengals here. Steelers at Colts. I have the Steelers. Or excuse me, I have the Colts. You have the Steelers. I have the Colts. Again, I have no clue why, but I feel like they've played uh, closer and better football than the Steelers, uh, and I don't know what Kenny Pickett is doing, but yeah. Why do you have Kenny Steelers Pickett is hurt. I'm going to change it because I just remember that the Steelers lost to the Patriots last week. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, Kenny Pickett hasn't played, but did you see the stat that Joe Flacco has almost the same amount of touchdowns this season as, as Kenny Pickett? Joe I Flacco's did. played two games. I did. Yeah, so and, we both have the Colts now. Yeah, yeah, literally off his couch. I, you, know, you know the team he's played for the last two years? Joe um, Flacco? Jets. Yeah, yeah. Why we have his number, right? I, I'd imagine well, we still have his number unless he well, changed it and said. Started, did, didn't it, who did did the Jets win this week, Sam? They did. They who, did. Who was the quarterback, Sam? Uh, it was it was Zachary Wilson. Oh, okay, the Broncos yeah, yeah. at Lions. Lions. <laughs> Sam has the Lions. I have the Broncos. Uh, I'm assuming you have the Lions because you don't believe they're going to lose two games back to back at home. Yeah, I yeah. just I do. From that blowout Broncos game since then, I mean the Broncos are a game out of the East or the West now with uh with this Chiefs loss. It's insane. It's it's great. I mean it's you know uh, well, that's why I have the Broncos is the yeah, Broncos that's they, totally they are fair. resilient. So I, I don't know how or why they this is happening, but it is. Giants if you told us seen- hold on, if we, we said the, the exact thing that we just talked about this game after week three. You would we think wouldn't have said it. We were nuts. Yeah. We yeah. yeah. Giants at uh, Saints. It's very clear in this one. The Giants suck. I love any opportunity I can say that. Saints it is for both of us. Uh, Bears at Browns. We both have Browns. Falcons at Panthers. Falcons for both of us. Buccaneers at Packers. Both have Packers. Jets at Dolphins. Sorry, Sam. Uh, both have the Dolphins. Chiefs at Patriots. We both have the Chiefs. Uh, Texans at Titans. You have the Texans. I have the Titans, and I said I have that. If somehow, some way, CJ can clear a concussion protocol, which he's currently in, which it's hard to do, so we'll see if he can. If he can, I have the Texans. If not, I'm going with the Titans. Uh, why do you have the Texans? I just think they're a better football team. That's fair. Uh, I Davis agree. Mill is a Davis Mill is a serviceable quarterback. Um, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully CJ can play, but only one player has cleared protocol that same week and it was Brock Purdy a couple weeks ago so you know tall mountain to climb but and no head injury is the same but we'll uh, see 
Yeah, it was a nasty hit. Uh, Niners at cards. We both have Niners. uh, Commanders at Rams. We both have the Rams. Cowboys at Bills. You have the boys. I have the Bills. I have the Bills because Josh Allen has been. It's crazy is even though he's I've slandered him on here plenty of times, which he deserves in his own right. He still has more touchdowns than any quarterback this season. Period. Played really well the last couple of weeks, man. and he has. He really has, and yeah. that and the Cowboys have faced when the Cowboys face a really really good defense, it's a different outcome, and that's the only reason that I'm giving the Bills the edge is because they have a really good defense, even with some of their key players down. Why do you have the Cowboys? I I just have them, but I don't feel super confident, especially going in to Buffalo in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's you know we just talked about how they've won 15 in a row in Dallas, but you know Orchard Park or whatever it's called now is not is not Dallas. So nope. that nope. it'll definitely be a tough a tough place to play, and you know there'll be a lot of Cowboy and Bill fans there. So be, it'll there will be a fun game to watch. Somehow, somebody there'll be a Giants fan that makes it on to TV there. Uh, Ravens at Jags. We both have the Ravens. And then a Monday night football game that was flexed. Uh, Eagles at Seahawks. We both have the Eagles. And I said maybe uh, because they haven't beat the Seahawks in 15 years. Uh, but Drew Locke is the quarterback. But the way the Eagles defense is set up currently, <laughs> who the hell knows? Uh, so that was our picks of the week. Sam, let's get into I'm actually excited to talk about baseball this week uh, where we're still in the offseason and I don't really care. Uh, The first thing here, Sam, is Shohei Otani has finally signed. Now, I want to take the moment for you guys. You can pause the podcast at this point in time and go back to last week when we got to around this time. And Sam said the Dodgers are always in everything and we all agree sam said the point we all agreed and the dodgers again show how long their money is and through a 10-year 700 million dollar contract at shohei otani and it is history that this contract is he's making the most out of any player in american and and you right north north american sports if i remember correctly yeah it uh, is it's the domino that we needed to to move and get and see all these other moves happen even though there was something that happened prior to it but i'm glad this is out the way so now we can see what the hell else is going to actually happen dude um it's insane kudos to him and the dodgers all but dave roberts kind of kept that under wraps and his agent for finessing the hell out of this. I don't know if that whole blue Jays thing, cause as of Friday, Saturday, you know, Friday morning, the baseball world, baseball, Reddit, baseball, Twitter, conspiracy theories. Everyone thought he was on a jet to, uh, to Toronto, but it just no, ended no, up no, being no, 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 no. I'm stopping you right there. Everyone, everyone didn't think that Yankees fans. Hey, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, I, no, didn't, no. I didn't care. No, 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 I'm no. I'm no. saying there was no, no. a lot of I'm saying, people out there. I'm literally saying they said there was a whole jet that was chartered for it, and it ended up being homeboy from Shark Tank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I am so happy 
that you Blue Jays fans took that L. So I wanted to take the opportunity there, but continue, Sam, please. Yeah, yeah, that's no, that's fine with me. I don't want to face Shohei Otani twelve. No, times I don't either. I don't either. The the whatever that's four times a year we got to face him now is enough. Uh, yeah, man, uh, crazy contract. He he's making seventy million dollars a year annually. That's more than the total payroll right now of the Guardians, Marlins, Royals, Brewers, Reds, Pirates, Orioles, who won their division last year, and the A's. That's eight eight baseball teams. He's making more. I, my concern with this is just the, um, you know, he, he's your DH for the next 10 years, and we'll see how much of this contract he'll be able to pitch. He had had his second Tommy John surgery and you know, he's, he's not going to pitch next year. He's hit, he hit fine. The last time he had TJ, like he p- still played uh, every, you know, he took a day off like once a week or every time I week. hear you say TJ, by the way, I just think of Trader Joe's. So thank you for doing saying TJ. Trader Joe's is fantastic. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. Think it, you're pretty much like, hold making, on. I'll- I'll give you the breakdown of it. You ready yeah, for yeah. it? It's it's Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole. Like this is this is year. how it was. Like it's in, this is to put it in perspective. Per month, he makes eleven point seven million dollars per month. Per game, he makes four hundred thirty-two thousand ninety-nine dollars a game. Per hour, he makes one hundred eighty thousand forty-one dollars. Per at bat, he makes one hundred and eight thousand. Per inning, he makes forty eight thousand. Per minute, he makes three thousand. Per second, he makes fifty dollars. <laughs> so, <laughs> fifty dollars a second. Fifty dollars. Yep. Yeah, it just think about that. Every second that you're sitting here, this man will be making fifty dollars. That's nuts, Sam. Like I saw this, and I was just like, I have to save this for the pod because. I love when people take the time to break it down first and foremost. So kudos to you for breaking it down. Shout out to Hector Gomez who, who sent that, but uh, that is, that's wild. That's the bag got a bag, man. That's, that's insane. And, I love it. You know. I love it. But uh, you know, I wore this hat for a particular reason today Tell because me I'm back and it seems that the evil empire is back. Which makes me very, very, very happy. If they would have pulled Otani, they one hundred percent, they one thousand percent. Even though that's not even a percentage, they one hundred and thousand, one million trillion times would have been back. But they are, they are back with having Juan Soto on the New York Yankees. A trade that got rid of some of the prospects that Sam and I absolutely love. Uh, Drew Thorpe, please don't turn yeah. into a phenomenal. Yeah picture that i have to cry about seeing all the time uh but it's it's nice to finally see the yankees do what we've seen them do sam throughout our whole childhood which is we see a hitter we want we go get him right and it seemed from the get that they wanted juan soto no matter what and that seemed like that was their prize they didn't really care for Otani, they said that they were out on Otani pretty early, from my understanding. I, I think it, it just has to be that our DH spot is yeah. locked up with Stanton making whatever he's making <sighs> for the next whatever years. Like, if he wasn't in the picture, 
you know, would Harper happen? Would other moves have happened? Maybe. But yeah, I, I'd have to imagine that was what, you know, there's no room for Otani. There's always room for Otani, but Sam, you know, what are you going to do? Eat all that money? Sam, brother to brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm if you, uh, if you ever mention Bryce Harper and Yankees again on here, yes, I'm stop dude, the podcast and I will drive to you. It still hurts my soul. And man. I will fight you. Okay. So don't, don't mention him. It still no, no, hurts, no. man. It still no, no, hurts. No. I will fight you. And then after I'll give you a hug and cry together. Okay, so don't don't make that happen. He shaved um, his beard and said he'd yes, play first base when the Yankees came I to know, Washington. I know you don't have to remind me; it hurts my soul. I cry every time I see him play. Um, no, Sam, I, I'm I'm really thrilled. It, it, I told you before. Until they start making moves that I really genuinely love, you know how I feel about the farm system. I, I've been I've been avid watching it. You've been following. Um, I give give this man props. He's talking like he's out of love with the Yankees right now, or they're on a break. This man follows these prospects really closely. I do. I, I got to say that I do, and I love the prospects. I love what they've been building up. I love uh, that they've been paying attention to that and trying to get younger. And it, it's something. But I really, really hope that somehow, some way, they get out of this Giancarlo contract and, and do something about it. I I'm, I'm over him. I've been, I wasn't a fan of him in the first place. I, I love Derek Jeter. I hate him for doing that to the Yankees and I hate them just accepting. I know that he's a, it's a big bat that, that they have in a lineup, but it's like, you're taking that with all the strikeouts and you know what? Stop. I'm gonna stop. This is about Juan Soto. This is about yeah, him coming you, to yeah. the Yankees. This is about finally getting somebody to pair with, Aaron Judge, uh, now they need to shore up. So, so the the Rizzo's of the world. I love you, but you need to you need to step up this year. We yeah, don't need you disappearing this year. Uh, we don't have to worry about Josh Donaldson this year playing third base. Thank God. Uh, we can worry about actually putting people out there that we have. This is Volpe's second year out there. We get the Martian back later in the summer, right? Just think of that outfield. It's going to be Verdugo, who we also got. Yes, I'm saying we a lot because it, it makes me feel back home, okay? Makes me feel back. Good, okay? It makes me feel where I need to be. Verdugo, who I've absolutely enjoyed watching. I hated seeing him, obviously, in a Red Sox uniform, but I love, I love his style of play. He's a really good player. But uh, Verdugo, I love you, and you're going to have to move over for somebody I love way, way more. That's the Martian. Because when it's his time to come back, goodbye. You can go. We'll rotate you in. We need some rest or something like that. You can actually take over DH. Tell Giancarlo to go somewhere. That's fine. Um, but no, Sam, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do. But as I told you, the next thing for me is pitching. And we both know who we want. Uh, we both know what's going to happen. I'm just going to talking into existence and uh, then they need to sign some other uh pitching by the way sam this just came through yeah uh otani is deferring 680 million dollars just says he will take a salary or take a two million salary per year to allow the dodgers to keep spending so they're gonna defer so he's they're deferring all of that money over the rest of his life or whatever it says de- Altani get- deferring six hundred eighty million. It's literally just that, came through. That helps so, them with the luxury tax for sure. Yep. It says Otani will defer six uh, sixty. Uh, why does it say? Okay, I think they messed that up. Sixty-eight million per year of his seventy million. Yeah, they messed that up. 
annually. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's happening. So, 68 a year, he's deferring of the 70 million. So, he's getting well, that, two million. That'll get it done. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of teams would sign up for that. It's a, that yeah. that'll be a nightmare 40 years from now, but you're the Dodgers. Hopefully, you know, they're the Dodgers. Their pockets long or whatever okay. it is. 20 yeah, years from now. Bobby Bo- we got Bobby Bonilla day. We're going to have Shohei Otani day. Uh yeah, the thing with Juan Soto is a 25-year-old superstar like he's already on a Hall of Fame pace. He's mm-hmm. already been in this league like five or six years, which is insane to think of has a world series ring. Um, he should not be on the, op- he should not be available. He just shouldn't like this kind of guy, like Washington, let this dude, well, oh, they traded. They got a lot. They got a lot for this guy. Let Bryce walk, let have two generational type of talents. And, you know, this guy should not be a free agent or, you know, be able to be traded, but here we are. And hopefully, you know, he likes New York and Yankees could figure it out. He already turned down a ton of money from the Nationals a couple of years ago, like over $400 million. So I think you you certainly make this move with this year in mind. Um, clearly, Cashman knows Boris really well, and they're figuring some things out. But yeah, it's it's cool to see, like, for all the crap that we get for being Yankee fans and even though we have a high payroll, we've tried to be efficient with it and and smart and play with the margins and do different things. Like it's kind of cool to just be like, yeah, let's just be the Yankees. Like we need this. Like the year we got CC and Tashera. Like let's go get Yoshi uh, Yoshi Abo Yamamoto. Let's go get him and let's you know do whatever else needs to get done. It's it's kind of like uh, it's 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 a cool feeling, especially to just troll everyone because it's like, at the end of the day, we are just Yankee fans and this is what we expect because this is kind of what ownership has told us to expect all these years. And they haven't done it in years. And all these other teams are doing exactly what they hated the Yankees for doing the Mets, the Dodgers. They, they hated, they're doing exactly what the Yankees have been doing. The blueprint that they set out for so many years and everybody's fine with it. But as soon as the Yankees do it, yeah, oh, they, Yoshi, they, they Yoshinobu. Sorry, I listen. That's fine. L- hopefully, he's not listening. But I'll take I'll take Yoshi to, to Nobu uh, if he signs yeah, the Yankees. I will. Damn, I will pick you up from whatever airport you want. We're going to Nobu. Uh, yeah, I, he'll sure. love that. I'm sure. Uh, apparently, the Yankee brass brought um, Tanaka and Matsui to their they, meeting today. They said it's not. They said it's not true. They, I saw really? a report earlier today. They uh, said that they actually were not uh, doing that. I wish that was the case because uh, that is a terrible thread. But uh, yeah, damn. No. They, okay. I heard they brought. I heard they brought Sam instead. Um, NBA. I don't know yeah. if you watched this. I don't I did. know if you watched. I did. Okay, I good, did. good, good. The end season uh, tournament championship game. It was compared to the semifinals and quarterfinals this game was lackluster to me it was still a good game because we got to see braun turn turn back the hands of time which he continues to beat father time uh it's 
it's funny how the team was supposed to be given to AD and LeBron just won the MVP of the in-season tournament, and he's absolutely been on a tear uh, while AD is is adding, but he's... AD, I mean, he had, what, 40-something points the other yeah, day? I mean, he's... Yeah. I mean, but he's it's not his team. It's still LeBron's team. It doesn't yeah, matter. LeBron still, is still one of the right. best players in the league. He's still in top top three uh, of the best players in the league. This, this, we're saying this as he is absolutely one of the oldest players in the league, if not the oldest player in the league. And he continues yes. to, there you go. And he continues to absolutely destroy these teams and turn it on whatever he wants to. Is he shows his IQ every time he needs to turn up. And this Laker team... I mean, at the beginning of this game, the guy that, that kind of started these runs were was Austin Reeves, right? And he, he came off the bench. Uh, his his role is now to come off the bench, and that's absolutely helped the Lakers uh, totally. thus far. Uh, D looks, unit. Yes, D'Lo looks better than he did last year. Uh, you know, I got my guy Hashimura out there with wearing the uh, Batman mask. because he the rip. The yep, rip. Yep. He's, he's just out there. But, yeah, no, this was uh, – this is really, really good for for the game of basketball, especially as we've talked about around this time of year where they're not really playing uh, meaningful basketball games. But also three players on the Lakers team doubled their salary. Uh, they they wouldn't have made one point three million uh, this year. They would have made five hundred fifty thousand, which I'm sure a lot of us would sign up for. Uh, but they will now be making one point three million because they doubled their salary. Uh, just based off of that alone, the win. So it's pretty cool. They're actually going to be uh, raising the banners, uh, the the in-season banner. I think it's uh, I think it's this week or uh, the 18th. The 18th is when they're going to raise that banner. So that'll be something for Lakers fans to look forward to. Uh, but all in all, I'm so glad I've I've called for something. I was hoping there would be a tournament like this, and and this is amazing. And I kind of hope, Sam, that something like this could happen with baseball. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they try. I, I mean, I, this is one of those things where the fans, the media, or our perception is wrong because yeah. the WBC, we sat here like, who the hell cares? I, I won't speak for you, but I was not really into it until mm-hmm. I saw the players be so much into it. I mean, and we made jokes like Mike Trout was like all about it because that's the biggest stage. Unfortunately, Mike Trout has been on, but these players cared about this tournament and, and you know, this was Adam Silver's dream. You get LeBron bought in on this thing from the beginning and wanted to win this thing. And everyone was kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens. And he, again, he looked like he was 37, uh, 27, not 37 or 30. He'll be 39 in a couple of days, whatever it was. He looked great. Uh, watching him against Zion was amusing. And that's a, that's a podcast for another day, but um, you, they got the right guy to win this first event, to win MVP and to like, charter this thing moving forward um kudos to adam silver for trying something the vague you know the vegas spotlight was cool i didn't know that the bucks pacers game was on because it was on so much earlier Mm -hmm. i get why they did that and especially to to have the the lakers uh pels 
in a in a more desirable time for the East Coast. But you know, I missed most of that game. But we can't talk about the NCAA tournament without Tyrese Halliburton, a guy I know that you have you've been uh, you've admired for a while. I still don't know why we drafted Obi Toppin over him. I've been saying that on this podcast for three years, but we did. Um, and funny, funny, funny yeah. thing is their team. And Obi so. looked good. And Obi <laughs> looked team, good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, the, that was what I was watching um, on that on Saturday night. I was like, Obi is getting like starter minutes in a really big game, it's and he what looks pretty good. To every yeah. Nick, he looked really good. Yeah, they For, leave yeah. the Knicks and then they go and they do well. It's just what happens. New York yeah. is New York is a different place to play, but he's from New York, and he just didn't get the chance to shine because of Zach Randolph, which as all I know is every Knicks fan. Wants to run. I mean, uh, <laughs> you wow. might as well. You're right. Though. <laughs> Julius Randolph. Julius Randolph. Yeah, no, you, you guys wish you had Zach Randolph. Um, also, by the way, since you mentioned trout, uh, you know how many, uh, you know how many RBIs Andy Pettit has in the playoffs? I bet it's more than Mike Trout. It's one. That means that he has more than Mike Trout because Mike Trout has no RBIs in the playoffs. So you have so Mike Trout had the second now the second largest contract in baseball at four hundred twenty six million, rightfully so, right deserved. So now the Angels had two stars with a combined payroll of over a billion dollars, and they got no playoff games out of it. It's insane. Well, you know, Otani would be in the playoffs this year. So, uh, <laughs> Dude, can we? That, uh, that's this conversation for another day, too. Uh, Mookie, who's going to play second now, Otani and Freddie Freeman, and then Will Smith hitting cleanup. And who who knows who else they're going to, what else they're going to do here? They're, they're not out on Yamamoto, apparently. Who knows? Who knows? Um, You're not getting Yamamoto. The Yankees are. Mind your business. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God willing, man. Let's close it out with the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, it is another LSU quarterback, and I think that's the second in their history because uh, Joe Burrow was the first, if I remember correctly. Uh, but Jaden Daniels wins the 2023 Heisman Trophy. Now, I have to be fair about this. Haven't watched really too much of this kid's game, uh, so I don't know too much about it, and I'm not going to sit here and lie and act as if uh, I, I – I do, but I I know the person that would have won it if if he wasn't injured, and that's young man Travis down in Florida State because he's absolutely balling his mind out. But uh, yeah, stuff happens. But shout out to him, shout out to Jaden for sure. Is Jordan Travis? What year is he? Is he coming uh, back? He's got to come back, right? He's coming I think back. He's sophomore. Um, he's got to come back. He can't. He's not going to enter the draft with a like with his leg like that. He can't. No, do that. but uh. Drake May is has declared. Has he? Yeah. yeah he I think see declared. you hear this like Caleb's like, oh, I don't know, or Marvin Harrison said he might they're not coming back. I know they're making a a good amount of money with the NILs. It's just leverage. I get I don't I don't see it, man. Until it happens. I don't know, Sam. It's a different day and age. It's it's the NILs I, change change this. they're do, making do the money. You? Do you guys? I'm, You're making I'm that generational not. money, and they don't have to do it. Uh, Jordan Travis is a senior, so he's got to go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Jaden Daniels either, but every mock draft I've been looking at for the last couple weeks have 
have him as the third quarterback off the board. You know, <laughs> it's it's early. The combine hasn't happened. All of this bowl games, all this other stuff. But you know, that's you know, we'll 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 see. We'll have a lot of time to dissect all that. Um, hey, Arizona State. <clears throat> Think you should have played this young man? <laughs> uh, he trans. He was with the Sun Devils first, and he transferred to LSU. Yeah, yeah. Things happen. Portals, see? portals open. Yep. Joe Burrow started off on uh, the Buckeyes, and he went to LSU, and we saw how that turned out. So, LSU, this is your formula: find a quarterback from another school that's not getting burned, have them come there, and then you'll get a highest been quarterback that seems to be working for you guys. Anyway, uh, Sam, uh, close us out here soon, sir. Hey man. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Episode one eighteen of the chasing points podcast in the books, uh, for Brandon. My name is Sam. Thanks so much. Uh, hit that like button. Should we, we probably should have said that an hour ago, but, uh, tell your friends. Thanks for listening, watching. Um, happy birthday, Natalie. Happy birthday, Natalie. Stop judging people for not wrapping gifts. I know this is the time of the year that people's gift wrapping comes into question the most. Even so, I know when Sam and I were growing up, I don't know if it's still a thing or not, that they used to have pop-up kiosks in malls to wrap gifts. Listen, if you're getting a gift from me this holiday season, expect it to be in a damn bag. Because I ain't got no time to wrap it up. There's going to be some nice tissue paper in there. I put a lot of thought in the gift. But you're getting a bag. Because guess what? For me, I'd want it in a bag so I can just rip that tissue paper out and get right to it. If you want me to wrap it up. (laughs) Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye.